welcome to the Meaningful CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Zindi Nacha, purpose and clarity coach for big, impact-driven female CEOs who are ready to find clarity on their thing so they can show up like they know they could be, do what they love and attract your aligned clients. This podcast is for the woman who is in a meaningful CEO era, who is ready to take up space and step up a game in business and life as the leader she is. So everything in your life and business is a reflection of who you are. Let's dive into it. Welcome back to the new episode on the Meaningful CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Zenzi Nacha, and today we are joined by the incredible Helen Thacker. Do I pronounce your name correct? That's right. Okay. She's a sales and business coach with purpose, and she's been a solopreneur for 19 years, building award-winning sales-based businesses, and is a master at messaging and sales. I'm so excited to have you as my first guest, on the Meaningful CEO podcast, Helen. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Zenzi. I am so honored to be your first guest. It's incredible. I'm so excited to be here. And yeah, hey to everyone that's listening. I'm excited to have you. So let's get everybody on the same page. Tell us a bit about you, who you are, and your backstory. So people know better where you are. Absolutely. I always love a backstory. It's inspiring to hear, isn't it, sometimes? So yeah, I'm a sales and strategy coach. And basically, I help coaches or other online business owners to really grow beyond that six-figure mark by mastering those really essential skills that a lot of people forget, and that is sales and messaging. So these are the things that people often leave to last for very many reasons. Maybe they think they're not in sales. Um, they might go and do other courses about how to create great offers, what to put inside them and all those things. And then they get plateaued. They kind of reach that point where they're stuck and they just haven't learned how to sell. Um, and I teach sales in a very gentle, empowering the buyer kind of way. And they don't learn how to create profitable messaging. And that is absolutely essential because we have to learn those skills to bring our audience to us, to stand out amongst all the other people who are doing something very similar to us. And then we also obviously have to nurture that audience and really create that need and show that you know, the value that we have and how we can serve our audience. And that all comes through your messaging. And then there's how you actually close and convert the sales. So these are essential skills for any entrepreneur, no matter what you do. Um, so yeah, very quickly, my backstory, I've been in sales for 21 years. Um, I know that's aging me, but I've actually been a solo entrepreneur. So I started my very first of four businesses from scratch 19 years ago age 26. Um, it was in finance, financial recruitment. And I've had quite a varied journey, but it's always been consistently in sales, very customer focused, all about building community, about building that personal relationship, a non-pushy kind of way. And yeah, I've you know taken two of those businesses to six figures. And I really, really love sales. And I'm obsessed with you know, the, the power of messaging and language and how that really can make or break your business. So yeah, I'm here today, like I said, loving what I do. And I'm really excited about the impact that I get to make because it really is like they are essential skills for success. So it, you know, I get to change businesses and turn them around and I just, I just love it. So yeah. I love hearing your story every time. I'm also really curious and I think might be interesting for the the audiences um, to hear as well is how, why did you transition from your last business into this 
business? What was that business and how yeah. did you transition into coaching? So my previous business to this, I've been in the online space for nearly four and a half years and I was actually in network marketing. And I started that business because I have two boys and I wanted to do something that I could work from home and again, find something where I was my own boss. And um, I thought this was kind of a a perfect way um, to kind of continue my journey in sales and in business. And I was really successful. I grew that to six figures within seven months. I created a global team. Fantastic. But I was finding that during that time, two things happened. Firstly, I was always the one coaching. I absolutely loved to train my nation. I was always the first one to put my hand up and, you know, um, volunteer to, to share my expertise. And I also really started to understand content creation and sales and messaging, sorry, messaging and social media. And I really kind of, that was a passion of mine. It came very naturally to me. And it was something that I, I started to actually break away from the way that I'd been taught with the company that I was with so much so that I actually took my entire, like broke away from the entire team that I was with because I didn't really believe in the things that they were doing. And um, I didn't like the, the hard sell. I didn't like the tactics that they were using the cold messaging. I've never, ever taught that. I never will. It doesn't work for a start um, as well as all the other reasons we don't like, like to have those cold messages. And I, I took, really, I kind of took my own kind of stand on things. I ended up actually leaving the company and moving to a different network marketing company and literally implemented my own strategies. And I, I, I'm going to be very specific here. I 17 X to my business. That's the specific honest kind of figures behind it, just from implementing my own kind of methods, which is exactly what I teach now as a coach. Um, it's something I'm skilled at. It's something I'm so passionate about. And yeah, it's really kind of led me to about just over a year ago, starting my journey as a coach, because I thought, hang on a second, I can make a bigger impact, not just within the team and the company that I'm with, but I I want to be able to help all coaches in all niches and all disciplines. And so, yeah, so I moved out and started my own coaching business. And um, yeah, it's it's been the best decision I've ever made. It's really been a journey and leading me to where I am today. And I think that's a, a lesson for anyone listening as well. Sometimes we're on that path. We don't know where we're going. If you follow your, your kind of passion um, and your skills, if you can combine those two, you will end up where you're supposed to be. So yeah, that's where I am right now. And I, like I said, I'm just absolutely loving it. I love this. Like I, I you've told me this story before and I love how you basically found more meaning in the work you did by moving in this direction. And you're moving very intentionally and very with passion and kindness. And that's also how you teach sales, basically, and messaging. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very empowering, especially for the women you're helping as well. Yes. So we connected through Instagram. I think about like a post around purpose in life. I, uh-huh. I think it was about a post, but... Basically, one question I always want to ask my guests, well, we're starting with it as of now, since my first guest, of course, yeah. is what is the thing that lights you up? Okay. So this is a huge question because someone actually asked me this yesterday. I was on another podcast and yeah. um, they were saying how, you know, is it work, is it a work thing? Is it a life thing? And I think when you find that that purpose that can combine 
everything that encompasses all parts of your your life that is when the magic happens because I don't really see my my job my business really Mm -hmm. as a job and you know you're the same Zenzi like you know you're an entrepreneur you love what you do and it's like it's exciting to go to work it's exciting to do what we do and help our clients and I think if you can find that that's that's what's going to light you up and for me it is it's helping women feel seen and heard and that comes from my own background of not feeling that way at all of feeling very hidden for like decades having no confidence and very low self-worth and then finding this moment that suddenly was a literally a light bulb moment one Friday evening when it was okay hang on you know we need to show up authentically. I need to show up authentically as who, who I am. And that changed everything. And that is my purpose. That's what I love doing. And I do that through the medium of what I do with my, my coaching, which is to help female entrepreneurs to break through that six-figure plateau and or any plateau that they have in their business by teaching them the skills they need to do that. And in doing so, you know, they can really empower themselves and to create an amazing life. And this is where we move into the life kind of purpose and passion. And, what yeah. life up. and that is, you know, my my personal drive behind what I do is the experience of life and having that. I've got two boys, my husband, so surrounded by men, and we want to have a great experience in life we want to travel it's not about the material things for me okay I've got expensive taste unfortunately (laughs) but I don't need a lot of things you know I want to have great experiences this weekend for example we're able to go to London we're going to a concert we're going to a fantastic restaurant and I'm doing all of this because my business I was like this is what I want to spend my money on this is what I want to earn my money this is what I want to give my boys and so it all kind of feeds into that and for me I tend to work with coaches who are very like me they're driven they're ambitious they're kind of you know they're very if you're looking at the color personalities like they're very kind of that red personality they're very you know whatever you're looking at they're the, the ambitious women but they're also they're kind and they also have an, a purpose and an impact and I know that you are very much like that as well mm-hmm. and um, it is about living an incredible life and actually living and, and working for to experience everything that you possibly can and that's really that I think that comes with a as you get older as well as I've got older I've realized that that is that's what's most important to me <clears throat> and yeah that feeds into really feeds right the way back to the root of what I do yeah I love that. I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs as a personal drive have in the end, at least let's put it this way in the communities that we surround ourselves in or that we've created and generated for ourselves is people create this business, create this life to experience for the experiences and also to give experiences for their loved ones to the loved ones and their close community. Mm-hmm. And I think it's such an empowering way, an empowering drive as well to have. And it helps you remain focused because you're doing it somewhat. You always need to have a certain intrinsic drive to be able yes. to move forward. It's also doing something for yourself. But at the same time, I feel at the moment within the industry, especially women CEOs, the female CEOs, um, they are moving with so much meaning and so much passion. Mm-hmm. And you see how much of a ripple effect it has in the end. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it takes time as well, doesn't it, to kind of realise your purpose. And I think there's a big, I don't know what you think about this, Sensi, but I think there is a bit of a, like a shame almost around wanting to earn money. And it's okay to want that. And it's okay to, to just continue to want to actually put dollars in your bank before you've really found your true purpose. It's okay to do that. And I think a lot of people get either stuck on thinking oh I need to find a purpose and I feel guilt or shame for not having that like impact led business and it's okay it's okay to actually just go and make money for your family for yourself whatever it is you want to do and I think we need to remove that as women as female entrepreneurs um yeah I'm sure you agree on that one um Definitely. yeah yeah, it's it stops us from feeling like we're allowed to earn when we don't have that purpose. And um, you it will come. It will absolutely come. Um, you know, you've just got to kind of sit with it. And when you start actually working your business and you realize the impact that you make, then you realize what you're doing it for. I think that's also the thing, like an impact led business doesn't mean that you have to give X amount to clarity or you have a clear purpose. It means that you truly create an impact on those that you're helping yeah absolutely absolutely and you know I say to my clients as well I love that I always say to them if they're feeling overwhelmed and the imposter syndrome I say you only have to be an expert or make an impact in your small corner Mm -hmm. of the world like you're not you know we don't need to be the Tony Robbins the Mel Robbins the big names you know we we just make an impact in your small corner of the world that's all you need to start with and if it goes no further if you're happy there great and because you'll have done something great so I think we do put pressure on us don't we sometimes Definitely. but yeah. I mean if you take it more granular and you make looking at how you have purpose or how you can have impact in smaller things it's it can literally be in the small things so Dutch people can be quite rude sorry for the Dutchies who are listening <laughs> so they don't hold doors open for you they don't let elderly go first um it's like the small things they don't say hi or hello or look at some uh, homeless persons in the eyes on the street and if you do these small gestures, it will bring you a sense of purpose too, because yeah. it's kind of a mutual respect. It brings you joy to mm-hmm. compliment others, to make others feel um, seen and heard, yeah. basically what you said earlier. And that's also creating an impact, but on a small basis. And I think purpose and also meaning, it's um, always taken into such a your big life question, your big life purpose, but you can have purpose in smaller ways and those smaller ways can have a big ripple effect in the end yeah I I agree I could not agree more it's so true the small things don't dismiss them don't forget them yeah you're so right yeah um I also wonder so you have helping women in a certain way with not necessarily just their purpose but you are very about creating a purposeful brand and having a very purposeful message Mm -hmm. how do you um you help women figuring out that purpose and that purpose inside their message without making it so heavy yeah absolutely so the first thing is the first step in everything that I do with my coaching clients no matter where you come and get help from me is finding clarity because having clarity about who you are exactly who it is that you serve um having clarity over the exact process that you use to create the results for your clients and also having clarity over those 
the exact specific results that you get for your clients, that's going to help you really find that drive. And when it comes to a practical side from a messaging point of view, what's going to help you stand out when you find that clarity and you are really very clearly able to articulate the value of what you do, that is when you're going to be successful. And that's what I help my, my women to do, but often it combines two things. So you're what lights you up, what's going to get you out of bed, what's going to make you really feel excited about going to work, and then your skills. If you can marry those two together, you are absolutely on your way to success because you're going to love it. You're going to have that purpose. You can go back to that. So that's the first thing to say. And then the other thing is your values. Like, What are your intrinsic values? And it's worth really sitting on this. And you can go and Google like values, ideas for values, like words, and just really think about maybe between six to eight of your core values. And these really have to come through in everything that you do. So in your messaging, in the way you conduct business, like how you show up with your clients, how you conduct yourself as a coach, how you also make business decisions. I'm actually going to do a live on this today because I was, I've was i been really driven by something specific that's happened for me to actually kind of really look at my own values over the last couple of days and make a business, business decision. So having those values clear and then implementing those personal brand values into everything that you do is a really great start. So, you know, is it authenticity? Is it integrity? Is it excellence? Um, Is it confidence? These are some of my brand values. Um, Is it kindness? You know, how do you want to conduct what you do? And it's also about having a, you know, once you can define that, then literally looking at how you put that across. So like, let's get really practical, um, you know, in your messaging and let's show up. And also then you need to think about how that aligns with your ideal client because sometimes your values might not and you might need to look at, okay, so I need to adjust the messaging so that I'm calling in clients who also have similar values. So that is going to really help you to find that purpose. But having complete clarity across the board will give you so much confidence. It's going to help you move forward in your business. You know where you're going. You have a direction, a path. And we don't want to feel lost. We don't want to feel, you know, where are we going? We want to have complete clarity so that we know, like, the kind of offers we're creating, the business we're building, and then we will build it. And without that, we we can't, we can't move forward and we get confused. I agree 1,000%. Like, I also always begin with clarity. That's where it all begins. You have to get specific and clear in what you do, where you want to work with, who you are as a person, what brings you meaning, the purpose behind your business, and also the values. I loved how you hit on that. I feel like it's often seen as something that's being put on the site or people choose yeah. it out of a list, a generated list, but values are actually so close and true to who you are. So a little tip for the listeners, if you do struggle to find those values that uh, Helen was talking about earlier, what can be very helpful is be very aware of what's triggering you because I'm telling you, as soon as something is triggering you, there's a conflict of values and then you can figure out what your value is. Absolutely. That's such a great tip. I agree. Yeah, that's such a great tip. It's such yeah, it's such a clear way to see what you don't like, basically. It, it is. Yeah. It yeah. often, often comes from childhood and through living your life, but it's, it's such a great tip. Mm-hmm. And 
you, you were talking about earlier um the how you lead with kindness and i know that you're very big on community and building an actual relationship that's mm. basically how, how we met on instagram as yeah. well and i would love to know how this attitude towards building relationships um has helped you grow to a multi-six figure business that you've built today it's everything okay <laughs> it's absolutely everything like business is relationships mm. it's been the common thread through every business that I've had so when I was in recruitment obviously building that relationship and I didn't realize it at the time this is the thing I was yeah. trying to do you know I was like okay so I'm doing well and you know my business is really thriving and I was just carrying on I didn't stop to kind of analyze what I was doing but just naturally kind of getting to know somebody listening to their challenges and then respecting them as a human being just in general and then finding the problem that they need help with and solving it for them and that comes from listening and that is absolutely essential and that's carried me through in every business that I've had and you know you can build a community in very many different ways whether that's a facebook group your instagram wherever it is that you hang out an email list can be your community but at every point it's treating people with respect listening to them and when i you know get people when i train people on sales a big part of what i train people on is how to actually close in the dms how to close on a sales call and you know those words seem quite masculine closing sales you know but we, the fact is that you want to sell you have to actually make that sale you have to complete it otherwise you don't have a business but you you do this in a way that is absolutely respectful of the other person i want to teach and i do teach um entrepreneurs how to empower the buyer we want to put the buying decision in the their hands you know you don't want to have to be coming across as desperate persuasive um you know any of those things we don't want to kind of have that horrible kind of salesy reputation yeah. of being aggressive and pushy and you have that comes from building a relationship that just comes from treating people like people you know the people at the other end of instagram there is a real person sitting there holding their phone dming you back just listen to them just listen to their challenges and concerns ask intelligent questions and respond to them and i love getting in front of people i love talking with people on a call because i really want to make that connection and that's how you build that community um and i think often we get overwhelmed with the idea it's you know such a great big huge place out there and how can we you know how can we build true connections using social media you absolutely can um treat one person as a person at a time and you know really like i said just listen to what they have to say and i think if you can just do that you will absolutely have a successful business and i think creating a space in a place like a facebook group is a really great thing to do for some people not for everybody but for lots of different coaching niches it's a really valuable place to take people to actually really nurture them even more because people are not going to buy straight away it's you know part of the process you know and i help my clients to really set up a simple very very simple sales process so that you have a system in place at each point you are looking after your clients your potential clients and that nurture part in the middle when they're just kind of in your world thinking about perhaps you know buying from you or learning from you in some way at that point 
that comes from the building community side and that can often be done in a Facebook group. So yeah, building community is, is essential in terms of the actual sales process itself. So you need to learn how to do that. Absolutely. I love that. I think the thing with this is, is to be very mindful that you are genuinely interested in the person. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And not what's in it for you. It's like, you've got to know what's in it for them. Like what is in it for them and how can you help? And often people will come to me and ask to work with me and I'll say no. And and that's because we're not aligned because I don't have the skill set. You know, they might want more of a mindset led coach. So, you know, send them over to you. (laughs) It's not, I don't have all the skills and I'm happy to, I'm not going to pretend. Um, so, you know, you've got to yeah, absolutely really serve that, that person and, and not be afraid to turn them away if you're not the right person to help them. Yeah. But you need to be have that first genuine interest and it's kindness, it's compassion for the person to be able to yeah. um, get to the place where they tell what they actually need and yeah. to actually be, yeah, take the responsibility and take the leadership role piece of um sharing what where they could get what they need absolutely yeah you're so right yeah it's it's uh, interesting and you also and you're very good at sales you just told us and you said earlier that um you vary into the empowering people mm-hmm. has it is it has it got grown with you throughout um throughout your experience in the very bro marketing world and when did you notice in yourself that shift that you're like no empowering Mm -hmm. people is the way to go for me Mm -hmm. I think I've always been quite feisty (laughs) I'm on it sensei I've always been very ambitious I've always known that there was a purpose I've always known that I would you know really wanted to be somebody and I always use that I always say that you know, a lot of us do kind of think, I want to, we, we always knew we wanted to be somebody. We want to be seen and heard and actually make an impact, whatever that looks like. You know, we didn't want to just sit on the sidelines and watch everyone else be successful. So I've kind of always known that. Um, and I guess every kind of a business that I've had has been about empowering other people, whether that's helping them find a job that is the job of their dreams. Then I had a wedding cake design business. That was something I did when my boys were little. And, you know, that was a beautiful job to have. You know, it was really creative. It was very customer focused, obviously dealing with couples. And I loved it. And again, that was, you know, empowering them. And it was giving them that amazing experience on their day, being part of that day. And obviously in network marketing, um, that was very much about helping women to be successful in business. And I was so passionate about that, really passionate about the the success that they could have and helping to teach them in the method that I kind of created that I knew was working. Um, That was really empowering and it it really lit me up. It really, really did. But I think the big moment came for me, like I said, had this this light bulb moment when I suddenly realized that I could not go on any further not showing up as myself 100% authentically. And I suddenly had this kind of this, I laughed at myself. I was like, this is ridiculous. You know, how many more years am I going to live? Am I going to get to like 60 when I'm, you know, still worrying about what other people think of me? And it literally was like a mirror had been kind of put in front of my face. I was like, okay, come on, Helen, this is ridiculous. Start, you got to start just being yourself. And the second I did that, and I did it literally immediately, the next day, that was it. I rebranded, I leveled, everything changed in my business. 
I empowered myself. It encouraged other people and other women to be inspired to do exactly the same. And it is a piece of what I do. You know, people say to me when they come work with me that, you know, I, I do give them confidence. And that is one of my core brand values because it's about having that confidence to be yourself is a huge part, again, of your sales and your messaging. You have to show up authentically. You cannot hide behind a facade of somebody that you think you should be. You can't run a business in a way that's not true to you. You can't try and be a coach who is three years down the line, has a completely different business model, has a completely different level of success, and think you can just copy them. No, you have to be authentically you. And Giving people the confidence to do that through their sales skills and through their messaging is a really fantastic way that I get to empower other women to to feel really, really confident and empowered for themselves. And I I just love it. I love hearing this. It's, yeah, it's basically the thing. And the empowering other women in this way and with the confidence, it's also how you sell so much easier and so much more effortlessly when you have that clarity and that confidence. Yes. Yeah. It feel much easier. Mm-hmm. And what you also see a lot is that when people don't show up authentically is that they end up um, not having people in the container who aren't aligned with them because yeah. people out like out there, the audience don't know who they really are. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you don't get results and they yeah, don't and get results. Least, you don't yeah. get results. No one wins. Yeah. No, at least I'm disappointed. And it's actually very damaging to your own brand, basically. Yeah, absolutely. It's another reason why, you know, I don't do pushy sales. I do those gentle, empowered sales because if you persuading people to come into your coaching world and they're they're not ready. That's going to be a disaster. That's a recipe for no results. <laughs> Nothing's good is going to come of that. But I love what you said about confidence because confidence is and clarity, along with clarity, but confidence, you're so right, is your biggest selling skill. It really is, you know, and you don't have to fake it. You can find it. Once you've found that confidence in what you do, I mean, I will say without any kind of shame that I am an expert in sales and messaging. And I don't mean to brag, but I am. You know, I I know what I'm doing and I've spent months, years, decades learning that and mastering that skill. So I'm confident in that. And I can say that. And because I can say that, I can also teach that. I can also show up in my business and people will be attracted to you if you can find that same level of confidence. So, yeah, confidence is is essential. Yeah, 100%. And what is the one thing, if you could name one, that mm-hmm. you see people do wrong with their sales and messaging? What's where do you see? Yeah, what do you see in the industry yeah. with your clients that goes wrong? Yeah, the biggest thing that I see on social media when it turns and when I talk talk when I teach messaging, it's not just content. It's not just like let's make some Instagram mm-hmm. posts. It's how you show up everywhere. It could be on emails, on lives, in sales calls, um, you know, as well as your social media content. The biggest thing I see people do, and this is so common, I talk about this a lot on my pet on my Instagram, is people don't actually show their audience that there is a problem to be solved. They educate, they really can't. And this isn't new, like this is not my kind of creation or invention, Um, but people do not kind of really tell their audience that they have a problem or an improvement to make in their lives. And all they do is educate. So they put out tons and tons of educational content, how to do this, three ways to do that. 
And their audience are scrolling past that thinking, well, hang on a second, that's not relevant to me because I don't have an issue. There's nothing to change or improve. Mm -hmm. What you need to do is actually educate your audience that there is an alternative way. And if you can do that, you're creating a need and then your audience need you and they're going to buy or they're certainly going to engage. So that's the thing that stops the scroll. And that's the first step in, you know, I've got a three-part kind of content strategy that I go through with my clients. And this is the first thing we need to do. This first part is grabbing attention. And this is how you do that. You have got to be creating content which shows your audience they need you. And that is going to make people stop and go, oh, my goodness, Senzi knows me. She understands me. She in my head, like okay, yeah, I, I'm doing this or I'm not doing this and I'm stuck here. Yeah. How did she know? And and what she's got and a solution. Okay. I need to follow Zenzi because this is really going to help me. And I didn't really realize it. And then you've got them in your world. And that is the one thing that most people do not do. Um, and it's something that I teach obviously inside of my program. So yeah. if you can just integrate that into your content, absolutely you will start to grab attention and cut through all the noise and there's a lot out there there's 60 million posts a day so you need to do whatever you can to really stop stop people in their tracks yeah to be inside their heads and that's all leads back to the clarity aspect we talked about earlier absolutely yes being very clear on who you are serving and what it is that you do to help them thank you awesome i have one more question yeah before we wrap this up, what would you like to share with the meaningful CEOs listening to us now? In terms of? In general, before we end it up, what's one thing or something you'd yeah. like to share with them? Okay, so I would love to share. Um, the thing that has really helped me so much throughout my business life is to be fearless. And I know it's easy to say, but there is something about, it's in my DNA, it's genetic. It's not something that I've kind of learned to do. Um, I am pretty fearless. And it means that I have a tendency to jump into things without thinking, <laughs> and then I'll work it out later. And that has absolutely served me really so well in my business. And it's that taking action. It's that don't wait, just do learn, accept that you are going to absolutely suck at what you do for a long time. Accept Accept that you are in that learning phase and having that long-term kind of vision, be fearless to jump in and just go for it. And um, like I said, it's not some, I can't help it. It's just who I am. It's what I do. And I, I'm, I'm saying that I'm, you know, I'm trying not to kind of be big headed or anything. It's just, it's just who I am. I can't help it. I mean, I've made plenty of mistakes from having that approach in life. Ask yeah. them, I embarrass them all the time, but having that fearlessness has absolutely been key to my success because I'm not afraid to just try things and be a beginner every single time. So yeah, if you can find that, that will really help you. I love this last message. This was such an incredible episode. Thank you for being here as my first guest and sharing everything you just shared with us. Where can people find you? What do you have going on? How can they work with you? Mm -hmm. Tell us. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Honestly, I've loved this chat. So thank you, Zenzi. But just go to um, Instagram, find me. I'm sure you put the links in the show notes. Yep. It's just at Helen Thacker. If you just tell me that you've listened to the podcast, just drop me a quick message and I'm happy to kind of just have a quick look at your own social media, give you a couple of tips. Um, I also run, you'll see the links on my Instagram page as well. I run a free um 
business club called the Power Hour Business Club every single Wednesday, where I just coach for half an hour on sales and messaging and strategy. So I'd love to welcome all your listeners over to that as well. But thank you so much. You're so welcome. Everything will be linked down below. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday.